Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Dak Cohen Podcast. I am your host, Dak Cohen, and today I got a special guest with me. One half of the Parker's Unified, undefeated Unified champion, well, undefeated team, and one of my good buddies, Robert Goulet. What's up, y'all? So, so, Robert, um... What were your, what were your first thoughts when you met me as a as a person, and how our friendship has blossomed into today? Oh man! So, me from my last year of high school, so seeing you out there, you know, because our friends that got together and learned more about you, because I got to see you the first time. I was like, yo, this dude is the best. You got the best personality I've ever known. Always a person to go to to talk to, especially when you love to talk about sports, life itself, anything. You're always a person to go to, talk to. You know, it's always. I always feel comfortable around you. You're like a brother to me. Ah, thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, going along the sports route. Um. For people who don't know you out there that well. Why are you such a big Damian Lillard fan? So growing up, I when I was with my mom, I would always, every day, see my neighbor go out and play basketball. So I thought to myself, why not go out there, talk to my neighbor, see what's like, play this familiar sport that people talk about. And so I go out, I shoot like I'm, I'm just, I'm trash as hell before. And so he teaches me how to shoot, then talks about sports, like talks about Stephen Curry, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, especially Damian Lillard, saying that his favorite team is the Portland Trailblazers. So I'm like, huh, that's a team that's here in Portland. And so I look more into it, see that there's this guy named Damian Lillard. I watch his highlights every single day and say to myself, this guy has the guts to be who he is. His loyalty to the team, even though he's not part of the team anymore, like... But, I mean, like, his honest self, the way he has his respect program and everything. Like, he's just the best guy out there. Like, deep three shooting. Because I actually like to do that myself. Yeah. So, in a way, what does Damian Lillard mean to you in terms of basketball and how, like, he's been part of your life to the point where you became undefeated with the Parker's Unified team. So seeing how he's been undefeated, um, the way he pushes his team is kind of like the way Jamal is. He pushes us. He, the way they push us to our limit, push us past exhaustion, be great, and play with our true passion the way we play with us. Like, because we want to play just like him, with respect, honesty, and everything. Uh-huh. So, so kind of going along that route for the Parker's Unified team. Um, what does the Parker's Unified team mean to you entirely, and how Coach Jamal runs things his way, and you know how the team fluctuates along with his coaching ability? So it's got to go for me. I just got to start from the beginning about five years ago. So, well, not five, about four, because 
we've been undefeated for about five years, but that was, I started back as a sophomore when I didn't make the junior varsity team. And Jamal just came up to me and said, hey, I'm running Unified team. You want to join? I was like, I'll take it. And so my first practice with everyone, it was, the, it was actually really cool. And like, cause I got to see like what it's like to play with the team, what it's like to pass the ball, shoot the ball, play in front of a crowd. Because if you think about it, back when we started, our crowd wasn't that big. But as soon as we, our team grew, the crowd grew because we actually got to show who we actually are. Like we like to play for fun, but we also like to win. It's always like Jamal tells us, like it's it's not all about winning. It's all about having fun out there. Playing with your teammates, because our teammates are our family out there. That's what Park Rose. Park Rose is our family. So, Park Rose, unified, we all come together as one. Okay. Um, so, yeah, okay. So, what are your thoughts on Coach Jamal's coaching ability with the with the team? Oh man, Jamal is the most unique person I have ever known out there. Like, you can look at NBA coaches, college coaches, even other high school coaches, and you can say, and you can say that they are really good coaches. But Jamal is a unique person himself out there that pushes us every single day because he wants us to show himself that he wants to show to himself that he's actually capable of being a person of who he is by coaching us and be showing us that what we're capable of becoming for the future. Uh-huh. So if Jamal Goodlow was here right now, what would you say to him? Oh, man, I say you are the best coach I've ever known. Like, I look up to you and that I'm ready for any opportunity I can get ready for any obstacle that stands in my way for a new season I'm ready to win one final time okay so yeah kind of going back to a few months ago with the unified team um, we came up second place in the state championship round and uh, I was wondering what your thoughts on that day was and how we took second place yeah a lot of a lot of missed emotions on the days for everyone on the team. Like you can see, you can ask any parent, any student, even Jamal. You can ask them and him like how we felt. Our emotions were just high and low. Like we were cheated out of that day of winning our fifth state championship, and. When we lost, we was like, it's over. Like, was and then, but we had to put that behind us and say, they might have cheated us out, but it's always next, next time. And I believe this time we're going to come out even stronger because I don't want no ref to cheat on us. I don't want no other team to play too rough on us because we don't play rough like we do like them. We don't foul like the way we do. Because the way they call fouls on <laughs> me was just, I don't know, it's just crazy. You didn't like that, I could tell. Yeah. I was mad that day. There, there, there's, there's one part of the game 
there, there's one part of the game where Coach Jamal brings you over and sits you down on the bench and takes you up for a few minutes. Kind of tell me what happened during that moment. Yeah. During the so game. that was crazy because I got two. I got called for two early fouls when I beat him foul. And so I got very mad because I knew we were playing at a very high stake game on literally live television, I believe, or like live YouTube or some. I can't remember. Like it was a championship game. You know how championship games, you like, you want to play winning. You're trying to win hard. Like you want to, you don't want to play too rough, but you want to play a little rough. But like they called two early fouls on me. I was like that pissed. So tomorrow I had to call me and say, Hey, you're getting ahead of yourself. You need to calm it down. You're not I'm, that he needs me to be the person that I'm supposed to be. Because I will be honest, I wasn't the person who I was that day. I was actually a whole different person. I was I was then loose of who I actually am supposed to be, and I was trying to be different. I was actually trying to play more hard than I usually do. Uh, okay. So you're, so you've watched the NFL for a pretty good while, Correct. and um, your what was your what started your obsession with watching the NFL and meaning that you're a big Las Ra Las Vegas Raiders fan. So me as a Raiders fan, I actually wasn't a Raiders fan to be in the very first start i was actually so as a kid i always grew up with my dad i would always see that he's always watching football games and i was always see it was always dallas cowboys because he is a fan of the dallas cowboys and so growing up i would actually become a seattle seahawks fan randomly but my very first nfl game was the super bowl between the new england patriots and the atlanta falcons which is by far the biggest comeback in NFL history of Super Bowls. For viewers who don't know out there. Right. And so later on, Sorry. I get into into the NFL. I'm watching these games, watching these crazy highlights. Like I'm just like, whoa. And so people say, like, if you're a Seahawks fan, if you were a Seahawks, Seahawks fan, how did you become a Raiders fan? Simple as that. It's not because Russell Wilson got traded to the Broncos. It's that's because our... The former head coach, John Madden, also known as Madden Covers of these video games, for viewers who don't know, he passed away just this last year. And so when I found that out, I was like, I got to honor him. So that's how I became a Raiders fan because he was, he was a coach of the Raiders who won the Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's how I've been a Raiders fan ever since. And I'm going to stay strong to that. Okay. Cool. Um, so, what do you think? The where do you th what do you think th this coming season? What do you think the Las Vegas Raiders record's gonna be? It's hard to say, but like they've been had they had a really good yeah. they had a pretty good preseason so far. With Jimmy Garoppolo actually doing really good, and I know we don't have Derek Carr. We don't have. We lost a few players. I heard we just re-signed Josh Jacobs to a one-year contract up to, like, what was it, $12 million? Mm-hmm. And so... Something like that. Yeah, so I believe 
I believe we can play strong, but like usually the Raiders do play strong by the beginning of the season, but they do fall apart to end. So if I had to say, I would have to say their record would be a nine and eight or ten and seven. Nine and eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, like the Las Vegas Raiders, their last three preseason games, their first ever preseason game was against the 49ers, where they beat them 34-7. to Then week two of preseason, they went against the LA Rams mm-hmm. and beat them 34-17. to And then they went against the Cowboys in their last preseason game uh, against the Cowboys, and they lost 31-16. to But you know, pre for some viewers, for some listeners out there, um, preseason doesn't really mean anything. Kind of, it just more of for coaches to say, okay, these these are all the players that are going to get on the fifty three man roster right. for the regular season, right. and then this is who our starting quarterback and our second string quarterback is going to be going forward. So look at the, I also. And say pretty good for the season. True, true. Um, yeah. So, kind of going back with the, the Damian Lillard thing. Um, even though, even though Damian Lillard's not a Blazers player anymore, um. Does it and what does it mean that you're going to become the Miami Heat fan going uh, no. forward? I believe was it July that he requested? Like me? Yes. Yeah. Something so, like that. So that's what. So he said, "I want to be traded to one team only, and that's the Miami Heat, and that's still going to this day, and I believe that's going to happen." Because I look at the Miami Heat. And they really have a really good background. They've had players like LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Udon Haslam. Let's see, who else? Like, and you see players like today, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and them. And I want to see Dame play with them and actually win a ring because for 11 years, the Blazers haven't done anything for Lillard. Lillard's done stuff, done things for them. He's close, almost just, he got so close to the championship. He's got them close to playoffs. He's gone into the playoffs. He scored two, so many points out there. He's the all-time Blazers scorer to this day. And that's why I see him. That he needs that ring, like he's been disrespected this whole career. The Blazers haven't done nothing for him. He's given chance after chance for after drafts and free agency, but they haven't done nothing for him. They lost. We lost players. We brought in some trash players, some some good players out to me, but then in place, little that ring that he needs and deserves. So I believe if he goes to Miami. That's a play that he'll win a ring. Okay. Um. Okay. Cool. Um. So, for people who don't know you that well out there, you uh 
how did you, what were your first thoughts when you met and you know started connecting with your now fiance? Oh man, eight over eight months. I'm with. gonna say, my fiance is the best girl I have ever uh, ever lastly life. So about eight months ago, no, 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 not. I met at Taco Bell. At very first day when I start, I was like, "Damn, this woman's the best, the most gorgeous." Oh, about a month later, I was at the library. She met an and she was flirting with me, and I caught her red-handed. So I was like about it, but I was like, I just I let her know I I am actually in love with you. And I'm home, and therefore I decided to leave my over risk everything to be with this woman, and so. Months now that we've been together, and I'm planning in the next one or two years that I will marry this woman and life with him to me, because what this woman means ever in my life, always there for me. She's taking care of me. She's got I stuff that I need and want for a better myself. Okay. Um. Cool. What was your uh, what was your thought when I introduced the idea of you being on a podcast? Oh, so when you first told me, I was like, hey, I'll take up take an opportunity. I how you interviewed Jamal. Uh, I I listened to your podcast, and for anyone out there, I anything to listen on podcasts. Shout out to my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I really like podcasts. Like I listen to po- anyone's podcast. Like it's really cool how people make them. They how to do intros. They talk about because people about life, sport, history, mm-hmm. anything. People will just do music. Really cool. It's always fascinating. People unique way of doing it. So unique way of doing it. Mm-hmm. So when you get to it, when you got me into the, end, I was like, I'm doing. Okay. So yeah, kind of going, kind of going along the Parker's Unified route one last time. Uh, in your mind, would you say that there's any player that stands out or? Or who are the big three are, or do you think, or can you just not choose? I can't choose because everyone has their own way of playing, one's unique way. I got my unique way. You got a unique way. Everyone out there, it's we're family together. Like uh, whether we like it or not. So I got like we. Everyone like can dribble. Everyone can shoot. It's just the way they do it is their unique way. There ain't no bad shot. There ain't no good shot. It's just your unique way of how you do it. And it's the way we win, the way we play. It's having fun out there. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, is there any questions you want to ask me at all? Ooh. Yes, sir. Who's your favorite WWE wrestler out there? Oh, that's a good one. Favorite WWE wrestler. Um, it would have to be John Cena. I would have to and go with John Cena. May I ask why you like John Cena? Um, just because when I first started watching WWE, he was kind of towards like he was kind of at his peak in the wrestling world. And then after that, like, say after 2018, it was kind of like his downfall after his peak since they were starting, WWE was starting to phase, um, starting to phase into someone being the new face of the company. That now being the tribal chief Roman Reigns. But, yeah. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so my favorite wrestler out there is, is Jim McIntyre. But it didn't all start with Jim McIntyre, honestly. So, growing up, I was actually loving WWE. I was having the action figures. I had the ring. Man, growing up, I actually watched Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, Triple H, John Cena, Shawn Michaels, and them. And then I took a break while I watched basketball and football. But then when COVID hit, I just turned on the TV one day. It's on Friday Night Smackdown. I see two wrestlers, Roman Reigns and The Fiend, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt. Rest in peace. Yeah, so I got I got back in wrestling because of actually Bray Wyatt. Because the way he... I actually have his wrestling action figures. Can't remember where I have it. But he's actually... was the reason I got back in it because I liked the way he talked the way his laughs, the way he dressed, the Fiend, just the Fiend era was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then, knowing that I'm part Scottish, part Irish, you gotta say, like, who's your favorite Scottish wrestler? So I looked up who's Scottish out there. Drew McIntyre, the chosen one. Really cool out there. Like, that dude got a gut of who he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for all viewers out there, I know that's totally random, but but my boy, I still like to listen to best team song out there, L.A. Night. Come on, Daki, right now we gotta do it. Well, everybody say it, L.A. Night. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you, Robert, for being on this edition of the Deck Cone podcast. Um, yeah, you're welcome, you. man. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this edition of the Deck Cone podcast. Make sure to follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Deck Cone podcast. And, um, and make sure to listen to everywhere where you can get your podcasts and all that. I'm your host, Deck Cohen. And I will see you guys next time for another edition of the Dak Cohen Podcast. Your host, Dak Cohen, out.